So this week has been rather a lot for me. This week has been just like days and weeks and years of labor all coming together. And I have some strange ideas. I have some strange notions that I am going to be sharing with you today about things that I may be doing in the future, some work that I may be doing going forward. We will have to see. In the end, only time will tell. But this was the week of Millwardy. This was the week that CreatorTube decided to try to be born. And this is the week that I pushed as hard as I could to get a good start on my word count. So, how's everything going? Let's talk about it on today's Fiction Friday episode of Project Shadow. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, And it's that time of year where we've all decided to go collectively mad and start our Mill Wordy Challenge. For those of you who aren't aware of what the Mill Wordy Challenge is, it's writing one million words in one year. And that's a lot of words. That is an insane amount of words. That is a crazy amount of words. That is just a mind-numbing wall of words. And as of the recording of this, and remember, I record on Thursdays so that I can get these out for you early Friday morning, and the Mowardy Challenge started on the 1st, so this is just since then. I have written 14,224 words so far. So far. And the week isn't even up. And the week isn't even up. <laughs> the week isn't even up. I, I just have to say that over and over and over again because it's insane that I've been getting this much done. My goal is to get about 19,000, let's see, 19,300, I'm sorry, 19,230 words a week. So we are going to be trying to do that to the best of our ability. And we'll see what happens. I'm really curious about this process. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's been better and more interesting than I ever imagined. The launch stream was crazy. And the getting the support from the community has really been an amazing part of this entire process for me. Because I've never written in this kind of a climate before. I've done... NaNoWriMo's since I think the very first one, I, re- I think it was the, f- I think it was the first one. I remember, I remember the site going live. Like if you go to Project Shadow and go back into the blog archive, you can actually find the announcement for when the blog went live. So for when, when their site went live for the very first time. So I've been doing NaNoWriMo for a while and I really like the camaraderie and the community there. This has been different. And I think it's been different for two reasons. One, because it is such an insane challenge. This is a year-long process. We're working on goals that are very far away and that are monumental, just insane, literally insane to think about. But 
we are going to try our best to get there, at least those of us who are doing it. And so far, I am on track for the goals that I'm wanting to hit. I'm on track for the numbers that I'm wanting to do. So I feel pretty good about the challenge. But I mean, we're only a couple days in. It's easy to feel like you're doing really good at the very beginning of a marathon. We'll see how I feel later into this process because that that will really tell how everything's going. I mean, that will be the proof in the pudding, won't it? But having said that, I think I think it's going to be interesting, especially because I had some realizations today about what it actually would mean to write a million words in a year. And while I'm not necessarily making an announcement in this episode, I am going to talk a little bit about what I think I might do with these million words. Now, I really want to preface this with some caveats and some backpedaling before I even get started. This is not really a prediction. This is not really an announcement. I just had the realization today that if I actually keep on track and hit my goals of 19,230 words a week, the novellas that I really enjoy writing are on average 19,200 words, which means technically I could write a novella a week for the next 52 weeks and do an insane rapid release schedule with them. Now, they would be in plot arcs so that they would be coming out. Some of them would be solos and one-shots, and others would be grouped together and eventually be put together in an omnibus like package so that you could get, you know, three as one in one or four in one. But even if that was four in one, so say I took a book idea, broke it up into four novellas, and released them as a serial, right? Then what that would mean is I could write 13 books, 13 books. That's insane. That is a crazy, crazy numbers of books. And I think I might try it. I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it really feels like I'm going to, because I have one novella already finished. I had been working on it prior to Mowardy. I finished it the other day and sent it out to my alpha readers to get some feedback. And I'm going to be doing some edits on it. And I just started a second novella because I've always wanted to do some holiday themed stuff. So I actually have a Halloween story written that I'm planning on putting out around a short story that I'm planning on putting out around Halloween. And I just started work on a Christmas novella that I want to release around Christmas because I think that would be fun and it's something that I've always wanted to do and I'm two chapters into it. So, yeah, it looks like I might actually be getting some stuff like that done. I don't know. It's really hard for me to sit back and go, I'm going to write 13 books this year or to say I'm going to write 52 novellas because that sounds insane because for some reason my brain doesn't parse 1 million the same way it 
parses 52 novellas, even though the word count is the same. Same word count, different, different ways of saying it. But there's a good chance, there's a very good chance that I might actually try to do this. But I want to know what y'all think. I really want to know what y'all think. So, down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. You can also go to projectshadow.com and find links to all my social media. I would love to know what you think about this idea of me doing a crazy 52-week rapid release schedule just to get a back catalog out there for a lot of these worlds that I'm writing in. I, I, inquiring minds want to know. I really want to know, what do you think about this? Is this something you would be interested in or not? And this isn't a democracy because it's my creativity. So if everybody says yes, and I just don't feel like I can do it, I'm not going to do it. But if everybody says no, and I really want to do it, I really try to figure out how to do it anyway. I don't know. I have such high hopes and interest in making this work, but it's, it's going to be insane to try to do it. But I, I felt the same way about starting a YouTube channel, honestly. And here I am with a YouTube channel that as of the time of recording, because this is always variable and I don't know what it will look like, you know, by the time y'all hear this, I have 173 subs on this channel that I basically started in July, which boggles my mind. It completely throws me for a loop. And because of that, I don't, I just feel like I've been selling myself short on what I'm capable of doing. So please let me know. What do you think it is a 52 week rapid release like that? An insane idea because I think it might be, but I love the idea of getting getting this huge back catalog done. This week also marked the launch of CreatorTube, which is a new community on YouTube dedicated to creators of every stripe, but with one additional change to it. We're trying everything in our power, not to let the gatekeeping come in. You know, the gatekeeping. All the kinds of gatekeeping. I'm not going to go into it because, you know, it's just not a good look to be spilling tea all over the place, at least not right now. But yeah, there's been a lot of things going on in the AlterTube community, and we wanted to expand out. And I say we, this was not initially my idea, and I want to be very, very clear about that. I found out about this in a live chat during one of my streams and went and looked into it to see what all was going on because, you know, it sounded nifty. And so MK McKenzie, I'm sorry, MV McKenzie and Keshe Warren and a couple others came up with the idea of doing a creator, doing creator tube and Keshe and MV McKenzie did the creator tube tag. And I decided, after watching theirs, to do one of my own. Not like an original tag, but like to do the tag. And it's it was interesting because the response was fairly immediate 
and I lost some subs, and it got some dislikes, and over and all, it's been taken well by people. And this is the kind of thing that I'm wanting to get away from. This is the kind of thing that I am just so tired of and frustrated by and not wanting to have to deal with anymore. Because, look, you can have your clicks, you can have your groups, that's fine. I'm here to create. I'm here to do my work and to encourage others to do their work. That That's my substance. That's who I am. That's what I want to do. That's how I want to do things. And yeah, so I'm pushing forward, trying to reach my goals. And I don't have time for any of the shenanigans and whatnot. And my decision wasn't based on any one particular thing. It, A lot of it was feeling like the term author tube didn't quite fit me because of the podcasting and the world building and all of that and how that was often looked upon by, I don't want to say often, often is not the right word, but the way that that was looked upon by some people in the AuthorTube community as being a distraction from the goal. This, this kind of purity test that was going on. And I just don't want to have any part of that. Like, I'm just done. I'm done. So decided to do the CreatorTube tag and announced that I am a part of CreatorTube. And as a result of that, I'm going to be doing a lot more video work. Namely, I'm going to try to make videos for my stories. I'm very excited about that. Probably do companion podcasts to go along with them or put them as episodes on this podcast. I don't know. Let me know what y'all think about that because... I can do either. I think it might behoove me to do both. I'm not entirely sure, but I want, I want to try to, I want to try to do more. I I miss doing music. I miss doing art and I've been doing a lot more of both lately and I want to be able to share it. And so limiting myself to the term author just felt wrong. And so I'm not doing it anymore. I am curious to see what happens with this community and if and when it grows and what it may or may not grow into. But all in all, it's an exciting change. But change scares people. And that's one of the most interesting parts of this is seeing exactly how people are getting bent out of shape either for or against the idea of change and exactly what, if any changes this will bring about. I mean, for me, I'm going to keep doing my stuff. I'm going to be doing my fan fiction Fridays. I'm going to be doing my regular streams because I am a both and kind of person. And I talked about that in the video, but I, I think I'm going to talk about it a little bit here. One of the things that drives me crazy in our society today is exactly how trapped people are in this either or mentality. You're either this or you're that. You're either with us or against us. You're either on our team or against our team. And 
I am not that human being. I am not that person. That's not something that I groove on. That's not something that makes me happy. That's not something that I want to do or be a part of. And it's because we have options. <laughs> See, I, I think there are times for either or, right? You're either a Nazi or you're a decent human being. And I choose to be decent human beings and to hell with the Nazis. So yes, there is a time for either or, but it gets used way too much. You're either a Star Trek fan or a Star Wars fan. You're either a writer or you're not. You're either this or that. And over and over and over again, people are putting up these stupid gates, these stupid walls, these stupid arbitrary distinctions that don't matter except to feed the ego of the person making that distinction. And I, I'm frankly tired of it. Just just boldly and straightforward, but I'm tired of it. I am sick and tired of it. See, the difference between either or or both and is basically whether or not you're going to live your life like it's improv. This is something that I learned from Tina Fey's wonderful book, Bossy Pants. And it's something that I've tried to keep with me. And it was kind of my New Year's resolution this year. And it's worked fairly well for me. So in improv, when somebody says something, your job is to say yes and. So not to go off on your own, not to say no, no, it's actually this. It's to take whatever they came up with and say, oh, yes, and. And to add and build and grow. Because that's how we as humans are. That's how we develop. That's how we grow. That's how our civilization got to be the size that it is. That's how our world developed into the glorious thing that it is. But there are those who want to keep us in this either-or mentality. And I, I'm, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. I, I am a both-and person. I can be both queer and non-binary. Even though there are some people that try to tell me that I can't do that. I can be a writer and a graphic designer and a podcaster and a world builder. I can be working on developing a tabletop role-playing game and create a story at the same time. I can do both of those things. Those are not incompatible. They're not. And to hell with anyone and everyone who says they are. I mean that. From the bottom of my heart, with every fiber of my being, I'm tired of it, I'm done. And it's a really easy change to make. Because when you start looking at the actual real world and not the fake pretend world that people want to build around themselves to protect their own fragile egos, nobody is exclusively a thing. I'm Irish and Dutch and English. I, I'm all of these things because my ancestors are all of these things. I could throw Canadian in there if I want to because... Some of my early ancestors actually immigrated to the into, into North America, into Canada, and then moved south. So I, I could add Canadian to that list if I want to, because it, it's it's true. I'm all of these things. I don't have to be defined by any one of them. Now I particularly enjoy my Irish heritage and am particularly fond of the legends and the lore and the culture. But not to the point of being like, and everything else is evil. Because it's not. 
I, 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 like many of the people in this country, I'm a mongrel. I'm a mutt. I, I, my people, my ancestors come from a lot of different places. And we, a lot of it, well, I'm just going to say a lot of us are like that. And so I'm tired of this either or. We can be both and. And by saying that I'm proud of my Irish heritage doesn't take anything away from my American identity or my queer identity or my non-binary identity. Because I can be both an Irish-American, an American, queer, and non-binary, and a writer, and a podcaster, and all those other things. I... I'm tired of dreaming small. All my life, I've dreamed small. I lived in fear. I told myself that what I couldn't do, what my limitations were, that I didn't have enough money to do this, or enough talent to do that, or I wasn't famous enough, or attractive enough, or feminine enough, or masculine enough. And all of that taught me a very important lesson. We're never going to be enough of anything, because for any of those things to actually be measured, we have to set up an arbitrary measurement stake. And once you set up an arbitrary measurement, it's arbitrary, so you could just move the goalpost. And that's what I always did. That's how I have lived my life. And it's terrible, it's mind-numbing, and it's bad. And I'm tired of dreaming small. Will I achieve my big goals? I don't know. Will I write one million words in the next year? (laughs) Who knows? Maybe. But the world's not going to end if I don't. And that's the point. It's okay to dream big and be realistic in the steps that we take to get there. Because I could be going crazy trying to get my word counts in. And I've been getting really crazy word counts. But it's not because I'm pushing. I'm just doing what I feel comfortable with. And when I'm done, I'm done. And I stop. Because that's healthy. Know your limits. Know what you can actually accomplish. But that shouldn't also tell you what you cannot do. You see, yes, it's hard for me to push past certain limits. I have back problems. I have leg problems. I have all kinds of problem problems, all right? But if I were to allow them to be an excuse not to do things, for goodness sakes, there are days when my back is hurting so bad that I don't want to be on the stream. But you know what? All I would be doing is sitting in the chair anyway, so I might as well be having fun with my virtual friends online getting some words done. That's a lot better than just sitting in my chair and complaining about how my back hurts, isn't it? I mean, it is to me. Because, trust me, this isn't one of those Pollyanna the glass is half full optimistic time for me. I'm not that person. I'm really not that person. I generally see the worst in everything. I see the worst in people. I'm really, I'm really a pessimist despite what other people may think of me. But having said that, there are times when you just have to stop because it's not productive and it's not helpful. And that's where we are right now. Like it's not helpful for us to be trying to do all the stupid things that we're doing by limiting ourselves and saying that we're too small, that we're too little, that we're not rich enough or attractive enough for whatever the enough is. Anytime your excuse for not doing something is enough, really question that. Question it hard because enough 
is a poison word. Enough is an extremely poisonous word, and it needs to be removed from our vocabulary. Stop saying it. And I don't like being prescriptive and telling people what to do, but I'm, I'm going to do that now. I'm going to. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. I have limited myself, my life, my ambitions, my goals so much over the years by telling myself what is or isn't enough, what I am or am not enough to do. And it's nightmare time and it's annoying and it's rude and it's controlling and it's personal gatekeeping. And look, there are enough people out there that are going to try to shut the gates closed on you and keep you from getting through. That's going to happen no matter what career you're in, no matter what you're trying to do. Don't be one of them. And while I would love to say just believe in yourself and all your dreams will come true, that's not how life works. You're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to push through. But if you're just giving up right out the gate, you're not going to get there. You can't give up. You can't limit yourself. You can't say, well, I'm only going to do enough. Enough will never be enough. So stop dreaming small. You can do this. I can do this. We can do this. Together, we can move mountains. We can change the world. But we can't if we keep limiting ourselves and our imaginations and telling ourselves what we can and cannot do. Because honestly, and I know this from experience, you don't know what you can do until you try. So try. Please, for me. Yeah, so it's been a week. It's been a crazy, mad week. And it's only going to be more interesting, especially with the whole No Wordy project going on. I think we're going to have a lot more to talk about in the weeks to come. And especially with the Creator Tube thing, I really want to be doing more stuff. So be mindful of that. We will see what all the future holds. Alrighty. I want to ask one further question of you, and I feel like this is a bit of a cheat, but I very intentionally saved it for later in the podcast because I want to talk to my people, you know, the people that are here listening to me. So if you're still here, I was talking to my friend Kat Mosier the other day. You might know her as Kat Leo, and we were discussing Twitch and wanting to do more stuff on Twitch. And the idea came up of me doing a podcast recording on Twitch. And I like the idea of that. I really like the idea of that. And I'm curious what you all think about that. Would that be something that you're interested in? Would you like to see me do more live recording on Twitch? So if I did this, it would probably be on Saturday and I would be recording both the Monday episode and the world building Wednesday episode because I like to keep the, you know, the Fiction Friday episode as close to Friday as possible so I can really talk about what's happening in my week. Though I may do a special episode and then for next week and make that more of a thing. So be a bit on a bit of a delay, but you know, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. And I want to know if any of you would be interested in me doing that or not. So let me know what you think 
because it really doesn't matter to me what you all are interested in. So down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. And I'd really like to hear from you about that idea in particular. So let me know. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. Not to mention my YouTube channel, which is now youtube.com slash C.E. Dorset, because they fixed it, and I'm very happy about that, because I don't know why they decided to dead name me, but they suddenly did, and it was not happy-making at all in the slightest. Alrighty. If you have a dollar that you can pass my way, it really does help out a lot, especially in times like these. Down in the show notes, you'll find a link to listener support, my Patreon, and my coffee account for one-time donations. Thank you to everybody who does that. It really does mean the world to me. I mean, it really does, especially especially right now. Like it, It's very hard to do anything, and you are really what's keeping me going. Thank you so, so very much. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. But while you're down there, maybe share. That That's that's really the hardest part of this entire job is getting people to know that you exist. So whatever it is in mind that you like, the podcast, the YouTube channel, a particular video, a book I'm working on, one of the projects, share it with somebody. That really does help out more than you could ever possibly know. Thank you so much. And as we end every episode, remember, Black Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter, trans identities are valid, non-binary identities are valid. Be loud, be proud, be out there. We'll, we, we can make a change, we can make a difference, but we can't let up. We just can't let up. May you have the courage to ride your dreams into reality. And above all, don't forget to have the fun. All right. Bye.